Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Hour number two. Kale Berger back here with you. They are uh, releasing the college football playoff rankings right now. Your Penn State Nittany Lions, 10. With an 8-1 and one record on the season. Ole Miss, Ninth right now. We will uh, we'll dive into those a little bit uh, when we get the full rankings released here in the uh, next 20 minutes or so. We're talking Steelers. Love to hear your thoughts on the George Pickens situation right now. It's been a hot-button topic uh, most of the day at 412-928-9370. Uh, Mike Tomlin spoke on that earlier today in his Tuesday weekly press conference. And, you know, didn't make a big deal out of it and said that the media was making too much of a big deal about it. And, you know, I don't think really fault anyone in the media for doing their job, which is to keep tabs on and report on the general happenings of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I would say that a wide receiver unfollowing the team and on social media and being visibly frustrated on the sidelines about not giving the football, I would say that that is a part of the job. Then again, if you're George Pickens, as much as I love the enthusiasm, probably shouldn't be the way you're acting. You know, the, the big play that was one of emphasis that people are talking about from Thursday night was a touchdown pass from Kenny Pickett to Deontay Johnson. Perfect throw by Kenny. Caught by Deontay. He scores his first touchdown in like over a year. It had been that long since he had found the end zone. And George Pickens didn't celebrate with Deontay Johnson and went off to himself. And everyone obviously uh, made a lot about that, given how frustrated he has been. But what that was, was not only another victory for the Steelers, as they improved to 5-3, and three, but also it was another example of Kenny Pickett excelling in the fourth quarter. And we have continued to see that time and time again, where Kenny Pickett, when his team needs a touchdown, when they need to find the end zone, when they need to score, in the waning moments of games, he comes through and is able to lead the Steelers to victory. That has been his his calling card to this point in his NFL career. Not much else has been all that pretty or aesthetically pleasing. His fourth quarter comebacks and fourth quarter play has been the brightest spot of his resume to this point in the NFL. You know, it was the stat that was tweeted out by Steve Palazzolo on uh, last Thursday where he tweeted out the highest PFF grades in the fourth quarter or overtime with the score within seven points since 2022. 
Number one, Tom Brady, 85.4. Number two, Kenny Pickett, 85.2. And number three, Patrick Mahomes at 84.9. I would say that's a pretty good place to be if you're sandwiched between Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. That's a pretty good stat that you want to be. Because those guys are, not to put it lightly, uh, pretty good at playing quarterback and have been and were for many years. But that does not tell the same story about how Kenny has played through the first three quarters of games. And you saw it even again on Thursday night. As much of a fan of Kenny Pickett as I have been, he missed throws. He was erratic at times. He had misses that nuked drives that looked promising for the Steelers. Third down conversions that should have been where he missed. At times he is, you know, in the pocket and he'll roll into sacks. There's a lot of things you look at Kenny Pickett's game to this point, and there's a lot of areas where he needs to improve and improve quickly. But then you compare that to what he does in the fourth quarter of games, and you think, why can't we see this guy for the entire 60 minutes regulation? Well, Mike Tomlin was asked about Kenny Pickett's play in the fourth quarter. Really, he was asked about Kenny Pickett's poor play through the first three quarters of games, and he kind of twisted the question around in a pretty funny way. Pickett's quarterback rating 75 in the first three quarters. Is there something that's particularly not happening for him? What, what is his rating in the fourth quarter? 108. Well, just ask it from that perspective. He's awesome in the fourth quarter, man. He rises up in those moments. Um, he wants to be the reason why we're successful. He prepares his tail off. In some instances where people run from challenges, he runs two challenges. And so that's why his performance is so good in the fourth. Those other quarters we'll work on. Those other quarters we'll work on, but he is awesome in the fourth quarter, is what Mike Tomlin says. And that's kind of my philosophy that I've been saying for a while now with Kenny Pickett as well. That I think for me, the, the hardest thing for a quarterback to learn or develop or even possess, and I maybe I even feel to an extent that that's something that is not learned but already ingrained in a quarterback, is that ability to perform in the clutch moments, to drive your team down and make a play and win a football game. Not a lot of guys possess that. There's some guys who have great physical tools and look great in the first three quarters of games, but they wither under the brightest lights. And Kenny Pickett, strangely, is the exact opposite, and there's no real explanation. We were just talking to Mike DeFabo last segment, and, and he was saying that, or I said to him, that it's pretty much the only explanation is supernatural. You can't really pinpoint or put your finger on exactly why this is the case, but it is our reality, and what it is what has been happening since Kenny Pickett entered the NFL. But I do have this feeling that that's not something that is learned, but something that you already have to possess as a QB. And the fact that Kenny Pickett has that already is why, for as erratic as he has been at times, I am not ready to give up and throw in the towel on Kenny Pickett. It's my belief that if you can do that in those moments, then you should be able to learn how to do it earlier in games, to do it in the other 45 minutes. And it seems like Mike Tomlin feels that way as well, that he's not stressing about what Kenny Pickett is doing in the full body of work, but he's more so putting value on what he's doing in the biggest moments. 
And more likely than not, when he is performing in those moments of games, the Steelers end up getting a victory. And that's what Mike Tomlin really only cares about is if they win or not. He doesn't care about aesthetics. He doesn't care about style points and that kind of stuff. The Steelers are 5-3, and three, second in the AFC North, and that's all that Mike Tomlin cares about. So it doesn't matter what his quarterback's rating is through the first three quarters of play. It matters how he performs in the final quarter. And when he has an opportunity to win his team the football game, especially this season, more often than not, he has been able to accomplish that. Now, what I do take from Mike Tomlin there is, what we do know about him is that he is a very stubborn guy. He does not like to admit that he's wrong. He doesn't like to admit defeat. He does not like to admit that he made an error. He's a guy that stands by his convictions and stands by his guns, whether that is for better or worse, whether that is a good attribute or that's to a fault. I think we are in for the long haul with Kenny Pickett as a Steelers quarterback. And if you are a Kenny Pickett doubter, if you are not a Kenny Pickett fan, if you want to see the Steelers move on from him this offseason and think he'll never amount to anything, I'd buckle up. Because not only is Mike Tomlin very stubborn, but he is a guy who I think puts an exceptional amount of weight and importance on Kenny Pickett's performance in the fourth quarter, in his ability to be clutch. I think Mike Tomlin, as an old-school football guy, he really puts an emphasis on those attributes. Not only that, but I think also Mike Tomlin, Kenny Pickett is his guy. He helped draft Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett is his first quarterback that he has selected to be his franchise quarterback. Of course, he inherited Ben Roethlisberger. I think because of his stubbornness, they are going to roll out there with Kenny Pickett until they conceivably cannot excuse it anymore. The hope is that Kenny Pickett turns out to be the next franchise quarterback, and he continues to improve and ends up being a great perennial pro bowler and win Super Bowls for the Steelers one day. But if he doesn't amount to that, they're going to ride through the rookie contract. They're going to pick up that fifth-year option, and and heck, they might even give him a one-year prove-it deal for that sixth season. But Kenny Pickett's going to be here for a long, long time because not only does Mike Tomlin not like to admit when he's wrong and is definitely stubborn, but he also really likes Kenny Pickett and puts a lot of emphasis on those attributes that Kenny Pickett has shown to his credit to this point in his career. But like I said earlier, I, I am a guy who puts a lot of emphasis and importance in that as well. So I can't really fault Mike Tomlin for that because I kind of agree with it. And that's not saying that I don't excuse, that's not saying that I excuse everything that Kenny Pickett is doing in the rest of games. He has to be better. He is not immune from criticism. He is not innocent in the sins that have been the Steelers' offense this season. They have been atrocious. They have been dreadful. And at times, it's been Matt Canada. At times, it's been the offensive line. At other times, it's been Kenny Pickett not being good enough. He needs to be better. You're an NFL quarterback. You're the quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. That is a standard that you need to amount to. You need to meet. And he hasn't been able to do that consistently enough. But like it or not, this team has been winning football games. They're second in the division, and they're 5-3. and three, And he keeps doing it and winning them football games 
in the moments when it matters most. 412-928-9370. Your thoughts on Kenny Pickett. Are you a believer in number eight? Do you put an emphasis on those fourth quarter performances? Or are you more looking at the glass half empty side of things? And you want him to be playing a complete 60 minutes of football and don't think he'll ever be able to do that. 412-928-9370. You can follow the fan on Twitter at 937thefan. Brought to you by South Hills Chrysler, Dodge Jeep, Ram, and Peters Township. Or you can check them out online at southhillsjeep.com. We'll take your phone calls on this coming up next. It's Kilberger. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. On the fan. Kaleberger back with you on the fan. Coming up at 8 o'clock, we're going to talk with George Michalowski of Pittsburgh Sports Now. He is the premier college basketball writer in this town and I think established himself as that in a very short amount of time. Does a great job covering not only Pitt, local college basketball, but also the uh, transfer portal as well, which of course is, you always hear the 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 phrase, the wild, wild west, uh, certainly a lot of moving parts and a difficult cover, but uh, he does a great job. So we'll talk some pit hoops coming up next with him, and uh, we're certainly going to talk Bob Carrington with his triple-double in his college basketball debut. Uh, very impressive, and put him in there with some elite company as well. We're talking Kenny Pickett right now from one Panther in Carrington to a former Panther in Kenny. And another impressive fourth quarter comeback or fourth quarter performance by him, not a comeback per se, but another win last Thursday. And Mike Tomlin was asked about it today of, you know, his play in the first three quarters of games. And he said, well, why don't you ask me about the fourth quarter? Clearly, Tomlin puts a lot of emphasis on that. I certainly do. But how do you feel? Are you a glass half full or a glass half empty guy on Kenny Pickett? Let's go to... Don, who's got some thoughts on Kenny, do uh, kick us off here this segment. Don, how you doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. What's up? Uh, uh, love the topic. I'm a I'm I'm a glass half full Kenny Pickett guy. 
Uh, I don't know. I think everybody in Pittsburgh seems to forget the the rough times before Ben Roethlisberger with the Todd Blackledge, Mark Malone, Cordell Stewart. Kenny is, I feel, way better than those guys. And they had better offensive coordinators up until last week. It looked like the the Mud Dogs offensive playbook until he gets down on the field. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I mean, I think that's another thing with Kenny is, are we ever going to get a real true assessment or evaluation of him with Matt Canada still being the OC? It feels like when they speed things up and do no huddle and, and get to those important moments of games, the less Canada is involved, it seems like the better Kenny plays. I agree 100%. I mean, it's still, it's, he's still young. It's still a learning process for him. And like I said, until we see a little bit better play calls from our offensive coordinator, I'm, I'm definitely a glass half full guy. Don, I appreciate the call. Thank you. And you look at Kenny, like everyone wants to point to his age. And I know we said that he was the most pro ready guy, but you're not really pro ready until you actually get in the NFL and, pick up the speed of the game and the intricacies of the game. It's very different than the college level. And regardless if Kenny Pickett played six years of college football or whatever he did, he is still young in NFL standards. I don't care if you're a 31-year-old and you make your debut as an NFL quarterback. I don't care if you're Brandon Whedon. That first 18, 20 games of your career, you're still figuring it out and still developing. And regardless of Kenny Pickett's age, if he's 25, 24 years old, He still needs to grow at the NFL level. He still needs to get more experience at the NFL level. And that is truly what is going to determine whether he pans out or not is how the reps that he gets at this level and how he continues to progress. Let's go to Andy in Burgettstown. He's got thoughts on Kenny. Andy, how you doing? All right, great. How are you, bud? Um, I'm doing good. What's up? Hey, uh, my my thoughts on Kenny, he's he's just a young young and slacking. It reminds me of like a kid in school that three weeks before report card time, he's told he's getting an F and he works hard the last three weeks and he ends up getting a B or C. When if he'd have worked the hard the hard whole time, he'd have got an A. Well, I get what you're saying with that analogy. What I will say this about Kenny is that he is definitely a hard worker. But I get what you're saying in regards to you have to complete the entire task. You can't just try and excel at the end. And, you know, you you do get to a point in school, and I certainly had these times for myself, and I was one of those kids where I would slack (laughs) and slack, and then, you know what, I would study at the last minute, and then I would luck out and get an A, or I'd write a paper, and I'd have three weeks to do it, and I'd write it the night before. But you get to a point where sometimes that's not going to pan out all the time, and you end up taking home a C, and your parents are pissed (laughs) off at you. And then you learn your lesson. So we are going to get to a point with Kenny here where, and I think you do make a good point there, where he has been kind of like batting 100 or batting 1,000 (laughs) to this point with these fourth quarter comebacks and playing in the fourth quarter. He's going to get to a point where he's going to try and do this and turn it on, and it's not going to work. Yeah, I think he just needs to grow and learn. I mean, you can't turn into Brett Favre overnight or Joe Montana overnight. You're just going to take time and work through it and, and grow, and before long you be a be a good quarterback. Yeah, I'd agree with that, Andy. I appreciate the call. Thank you. I think this is also a symptom of the society that we live in today, where, 
you know, we want everything now. We want everything immediate. We want our Amazon Prime packages. We want our text messages and our social media era that we live in. Everything's about immediacy, now, now, now. And I think we even want that in our quarterbacks. You know, we see guys like Patrick Mahomes, his first year as a starter. He's an MVP caliber player. You know, we see guys like, you know, any of these successful quarterbacks, young quarterbacks that come in right away. C.J. Stroud is a more recent example where everyone is very excited about C.J. Stroud and and very, you know, pumped to see the way he is playing this early in his career. And I that's great for C.J. Stroud. And I'm a C.J. Stroud fan, and I want to see him do well. But not every quarterback is built the same, and not everyone's trajectory is the same. And I think we need to remember that, you know, not everyone is Patrick Mahomes. Not everyone is going to come into the league right away. Not everyone's Joe Burrow going to come in right away and light things up. Everyone progresses differently in their football careers. There are countless players that you could point to that maybe were just so-so when they began, but they ended up turning into something great. Some guys never pan out. And that's just the reality of the NFL. Some guys are flashes in the pan. Some guys come in right away and and succeed and excel, and they're perennial pro bowlers. Everyone's journey and story is different. But I, I think it's unfair to ask Kenny Pickett to, you know, be Patrick Mahomes or or be Ben Roethlisberger even right away. It takes time. You have to develop, you have to grow, and we need to afford Kenny Pickett that opportunity. And I think, like I said last segment, I think Mike Tomlin is absolutely going to do that. Kenny's his guy. He's clearly a big Kenny Pickett fan. And he doesn't like to admit that he was wrong. He doesn't like to admit defeat. He is stubborn. And the fact that Kenny Pickett's his guy, the fact that he is such a fan of Kenny Pickett's, Kenny's going to get every opportunity in the book to be the Steelers' next quarterback of the future, to be their franchise quarterback. Whether that's the next three years, the next four years, it's going to happen. So if you are a Kenny Pickett doubter, it might be time to come to grips with that and buckle up. Let's go to Sharon and Swickley. Thoughts on Kenny Pickett. Sharon, how you doing tonight? Good, how are you? I'm doing great. What's up? I, I would have to say I'm a bit more of a doubter. Of Kenny Pickett. Okay. And I'm not saying that he won't mature and he can't improve and he needs time to grow, but I see him more as being like a Chris O'Donnell as opposed to a Ben or a Terry Bradshaw or certainly, you know, not a Montana or a Brady in any way. I, I just don't think he sees the field very well and he seems to miss like wide open people and that might be instinctual. That might be a gift that some great quarterbacks have that I don't think he has. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if you get that with practice and maturity and time. Like, I'm not sure if that's just what makes the greats better than the good. Yeah, I think I think that um, you know I I think that you make good points and, and there's definitely some truth to that. I think that with the seeing the field stuff, with reading defenses, I think that is something that absolutely comes with time. Um, and you. you just have to have, you have to have the reps. You have to have uh, the game experience to where that 
just gets easier and easier for you. What I think is something okay. that is kind of innate to a quarterback is what he's doing in the fourth quarter. And that's hard for me to explain of why he is so good, but the stats back it up, the results back it up, and that's what excites me about him. Is that because he um, learns the defense more as the game goes on? I, I mean, it, yeah, I, I mean, more. yeah, I mean, it could be. I, I mean, it could be, and certainly you're going to make adjustments as the game goes on, and and if you see something they did in the first quarter and they try it again in the in the fourth quarter, if you are a, a a student of the game and a processor like that, then you would hope that you can learn from your mistakes or or take that knowledge you gained earlier and apply it later on. So that could be part of it. But I do think it's that they're not uh, as neat, so I can't say you know you can't learn to see the you know see the receivers better. So I understand what you're saying. I hope that's true. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like I said, only time will tell with this. And I appreciate the call, Sharon. Thank you. Yeah, like, when it comes to seeing the field and figuring out a defense and stuff, you just have to continue to play. You have to get the reps and the, and the opportunities out there to see more defenses, to know how you react in a certain instance, to learn from your mistakes. That all comes with time. Let's go to Mike and Irwin. He's comparing Kenny Pickett to Gardner Minshew. Mike, please elaborate. Well, I, I want to, many people are making the the request that Pickett be Mahomes. Pickett be, you know, one of the elite quarterbacks. Can we at least get him up to the level like Gardner Minshew? Can we just get him to the point where he's a confident game manager? With this defense and some of the tools that he has, we, we could do some devastation in this division and – this conference, we just need him just to up his game just a little bit. I think everyone's asking too much, but I do think there are some realistic expectations that he's not even close to meeting. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's fair that we, we shouldn't be asking the world of him. And, and no one, I think, believes that he can be Patrick Mahomes. I think Mahomes is very a one-of-one one type guy, a once-in-a-lifetime generational talent. And I think we can all agree that Kenny Pickett is not that guy. But I think Kenny Pickett certainly – can get to a level of a Gardner Minshew and get better. And he needs to show that he's incrementally getting better. And I don't know that right now we are seeing that consistently enough that we're seeing him incrementally improve from week to week. It kind of just seems like he's the same guy every week. And then if they're within a one score game in the fourth quarter, they end up winning. And I, I don't know I, how to evaluate that or how much stock to put into that. I, it's certainly great that they keep winning. And it's certainly great that when they need him to put a drive together, he does it. But that doesn't really tell me a lot of how he is growing as a quarterback. But I think we need to ask of him incremental improvements. And I think you're right. Like, let's get to this level, this benchmark, and then we'll try to grow from there. To try and say, hey, uh, five games from now, you better be Mahomes or this is a failure. I think that that's unfair. But I also think that, you know, yeah, you do have certain a certain uh, expectation when you're taken in the first round. And... You know, while he has a pretty good record as a starter, I think statistically to this point, and just looking at with your eyes, the eye test of what he has done and what he's doing in these games, especially in the early moments, uh, probably not meeting those expectations that, like it or not, you have when you're picked where you're picked. Exactly. Thank you for the call, uh, taking my call. Thank you for the call, Mike. I appreciate it. And that just comes back to to patience. Like, I can understand being impatient with Kenny Pickett if the Steelers were 
like 0 and 8 right now. I can I can get with okay, we need to blow it up and find a new quarterback if they were like 1 and 7. But the fact is they're still they're winning games. They're 5 and 3 and they're second in their division. And that leads me to believe that there's something here. There's something that can be nurtured and grown about his game and he can turn into something. And he can be a franchise quarterback. I still have that faith and belief. Now, like I said, like there's plenty of first-round quarterbacks that get picked and they immediately don't pan out. And then the team the next year moves on to a different guy. I mean, let's look at uh, Arizona with, with Josh Rosen. They were a really bad football team. He was a first-round pick quarterback. They brought him in. They were a horrendous football team. They were picking number one overall the next year, and they took Kyler Murray. As much as you still want to give that guy the benefit of the doubt and let him, you know, try and figure it out, you kind of get it because they were awful and they were still bad enough to be picking that high once again the next year, if not higher. So that's an understandable point where you can cut bait and say, you know, we're good. We've had enough evaluation and we got to go with a different guy. He's never going to be it. It's a different situation with the Steelers because, yes, he was picked in the first round. Yes, he's maybe not fully playing up to the expectations or the standard or the capability of a first-round pick that you would like to see, but they're winning games with him as the quarterback. And like we talked about with George Pickens, ultimately the number one goal of a football team when they go out there on the field every Sunday, Monday, or Thursday night is to win the game. And more often than not, since Kenny Pickett has been the quarterback of the Steelers, they've been doing that. So I will once again reiterate and preach Patience. Let him continue to improve. Let him grow and figure it out. And I'll say again that, like it or not, I I put a lot of stock and I put a lot of importance in what he's doing in that fourth quarter. And clearly Mike Tomlin does as well. 412-928-9370. If you want to chime in and continue to share your thoughts on Kenny Pickett and uh, his progress thus far as an NFL quarterback. That number is also the fan text line, which is brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Coming up at 8 o'clock, we chat with George Michalowski of Pittsburgh Sports Now. We'll talk some pit hoops, and uh, we'll take your calls on that uh, next hour as well because what a debut this season, not only for Bub Carrington, but also just for the Panthers as a whole. He looked impressive albeit against probably the worst team in college basketball. But let's look on the bright side of things. Uh, Coming up at 9 o'clock, too. A lot of faith in Mike Tomlin from the national media saying that he is overachieving with this Steelers roster and that he should deserve Coach of the Year consideration. Are we forgetting how much of a role Mike Tomlin has in creating the situation that he is trying to navigate as a Steelers head coach? We'll talk about that a little bit later. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's Kilberger on the fan. Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Kilberger back with you. The Fan Hotline is presented by Nemecolon. Around every corner, Nemecolon creates real-life magic for guests. We're taking your phone calls on that Nemecolon fan hotline. And let's go back out to them right now. And that's where we find Donnie in North Carolina comparing Kenny Pickett versus Ben Roethlisberger in year two. Donnie, how are you doing tonight? Good. How's it going? Going good. What's up? Oh, I think, you know, Kenny's kind of he's kind of on track. I mean, yeah, he struggles at time, But look at Ben. He had uh, Jerome Bettis and a great defense and Willie Parker. Look at his Super Bowl stats. He was like 9 of 21 for 130 yards. Yep. Didn't even throw a touchdown in that game. And uh, Antoine Randall threw a touchdown to Heinz Ward in that game. So He did. You know, Ben didn't do anything in that game. He, he was he was just there. I mean, completed nine passes in the Super Bowl. <laughs> no, I mean, you're, you're right. And, and you look at Ben Roethlisberger's you know, first two seasons of his career. He had 17 touchdowns, 11 picks in the first year. He had 17 touchdowns, nine picks in the second year. Year three, 18 TDs, 23 picks, which led the NFL. Like, it takes time. And even the great Ben Roethlisberger, I know the Steelers were winning, but in a similar situation, he was doing what he was capable of doing and doing just enough to get them to win, but... Ben did have a lot of great players around him, and the Steelers have a talented roster as well. And you know, it's part of why they're five and three. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, Don. He's doing what he can, and he's uh, yeah. gonna, you know, he's gonna get, he's gonna get through it. I hopefully he gets better. But yeah, Donnie, I appreciate the call. Thank you. What's the old saying? Rome wasn't built in a day. You very few guys come into the NFL and are just. Balling right away. But you look at Kenny Pickett's quarterback record. He's 12 and 8 since he's come into the NFL. He's 5 and 3 this season. Like, I know that the, the QBR might not be great. The quarterback rating might not be great, but neither is the touchdown interception ratio. But they're winning football games. 
And for with a young quarterback at this stage of their career, that's really all you can ask for. Because he's still figuring it out right now. So many of these quarterbacks come in. First of all, they come into bad teams. But the teams are still horrendous as they're trying to, to learn and figure out and teams give up on them. Let Kenny figure it out. Let's go to Vic in Florida, who actually wants to talk about the Steelers' defense. Vic, how you doing? Thanks for calling the show. Hey, guys. Uh, I just, for once, I've, 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 I've always... I've always watched the Steelers play, but I don't have, I don't have like too many favorite things that they do on defense. They are like, they have, they have like, they have, they run plays that, that get beat because they don't have, um, I don't think their players are necessarily just hooked up on their, their playbook. I don't even know if, I don't, I don't even know if their playbook it's going to have to, it's going to have to, be be coached upon with their actual like coaches because they're because their players are their players are been have been brought up through their system they have a great um history of of bringing talented players to their defense um, and they 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 can't they can't pry themselves because they they want to do good they they have to look at the fact that they have um, have to build that defense because they 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 have they ha- they have to have a more of a um, of 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 the of of the Steeler defense. That- yeah, Vic, I, I I appreciate the call, but I'm I'm not sure what uh, what direction we're going there. But thank you for listening. I think the Steelers defense has been very good, and that's the biggest reason why they're five and three right now. As much as I want to keep giving credit to Kenny. But the Steelers' defense, getting sacks, getting turnovers, they held the Titans at 10 points the other night. That's why they're 5-3, and three, because T.J. Watt is the best defensive player in the NFL, because Minka Fitzpatrick is, was making plays. Well, he hasn't really had any turnovers this year before he got hurt, but he was making tackles. The, the linebackers they brought in were playing well. Highsmith is playing up to his contract. Keanu Benton is emerging. So the defense has been really good. Yes, they do some frustrating things here and there. It's the NFL. Okay, you're not going to hold people to three points every week and 150 yards. It just doesn't happen. Overall, the defense has been very good, and the reason why they are 5-3 and three right now. Let's go to John and Beaver. Thoughts yeah, on Kenny? I'm good, John. What's how up, brother? Pretty good, pretty good. Just a couple, a couple of things I'm going to break up. What I would bring, do for next year, here's four things I would do. Number one, the obvious, a new coordinator. Number two, get, a, get either a, a second round, because the first round I think you have to go cornerback. In the second round, either draft a center or a guard. Uh, if you draft a center, you keep Daniels at guard. And if you draft a guard, you can move Daniels to center. And, and fix the interior line. Uh, third, Draft a wide receiver in the third round. You should be able to get somebody good. And fourth, I'd love to see them get Tyler Boyd. He would be an upgrade over Robinson. He's got a Pittsburgh connection. I think he would really get some leadership and some grit to them. And the other question I'd like to bring up is, in the fourth quarter, Pickett does well. What is their yard rushing average in the fourth quarter? Because... If it's higher in the fourth quarter, 
that's telling me that the run is setting up the pass. And in that case, what you all you have to really do, or one of the big things you would have to do, is fix the running game. Yeah, I, I appreciate the call, uh, John. Thank you. I I would have to look that up here to see exactly what their fourth quarter uh, rushing splits are. Um, I don't necessarily think that that's going to be easy to track down, but I will look for it because I now am curious and you've jogged my interest in that as well. Um, but, you know, look, in some of these games, and especially of late, they have gotten that run game going. They ran the ball well against Titans. They did it against the Rams as well. So that has been a factor, I think, that has helped them out a lot recently as well, too. That has finally started to get going, and it makes life easier on Kenny. It makes it easier on the defense as well. Uh, we're going to take one more call here before we get to the top of the hour because we got to get George Michaloski on from Pittsburgh Sports Now. We're going to switch briefly to some pit hoop stuff. Uh, let's go to Jackson in Bethel Park. Jackson, quickly, how you doing? Good, how you doing? I'm good. Um, I just want to put it out there quickly. I just think we need to be patient with Kenny um, because he's following a Hall of Famer in Ben Roethlisberger. And like you pointed out, Ben's early years were more – game manager and let's see what he's got and Kenny's in a similar situation I think the big difference of why everyone's frustrated and they want to see it now is Ben followed like O'Donnell and Tom Zach and Maddox and eight and eight quarterbacks for quite frankly and and there wasn't a lot of expectation at the quarterback position we were a running yeah. team with a great defense you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Uh, 